I got back to thinking about the other night when we were preached on sustained and what, uh, what David was going through. David was at a low point in his life. Uh, his son's son was out to kill him. And uh, we preached on sustained. Now, I, I love the Bible uh, and I appreciate the Bible that it doesn't glosses over uh, the low points of the heroes of the Bible. You say, why are you glad of that? Because there's somebody of the caliber of David that goes to the low point. Uh, I'm probably going to go through one too. But if God can deliver David from his low point, God can deliver us from our low point. The Bible takes us from his lowest point down into valleys and we see the things that happen and then the, the Bible allows us to walk back up atop the mountain with David and see where God brought him to. Romans Psalms chapter 3 verse 2 David said, Many there will be which of my say of my soul there is no help for him in God. The reason why David wrote that in Psalms 3 is because the man we're going to preach about this morning. You have your Bibles turned to 2 Samuel chapter 16. I'm just going to leave it up to the Lord this morning and let him direct. Let him guide. But I, I believe... <laughs> Every one of us sitting here, if you're a child of God by, by the blood and you, you claim to be a child of uh, God, then you're going to need this in the times that we're facing and what we're looking at in our lives today. 2 Samuel chapter 16, beginning in verse 5, let us stand. And when King David came to Barham, Behold, thence came out a man of the family of the house of Saul, whose name was Shimei, the son of Gerah. He came forth and cursed still as he came. And he cast stones at David and all the servants of King David and all the men of all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left hand. And thus said Shimei when he cursed, Come out, come out, thou bloody man, and thou man of Bilal. The Lord had returned upon thee all the blood of the, the house of Saul and thou, in whose stead thou hast uh, reigned. And the Lord had delivered the kingdom into the hand of Absalom thy son. And behold, thou art taken in thy mischief because thou art a bloody man. Then Abishai, the son of Zerum, said unto the king, why should this dead dog curse my Lord the King? I love the Bible. <laughs> I love reading the Bible. Let me go over, I pray, and take off his head. And King said, What have I to do with you, sons of Zerubbabel? So let him curse, because the Lord hath said unto him, Curse David. Who shall then say, Wherefore hast thou done so? And David said to Abishai and all his servants, Behold, my son, which come forth out of my bowels, seek my life. How much more, how many, how may this 
Benjamite do it. Let him alone and let him curse, for the Lord has bidden him. It may be that the Lord will look upon my affliction, that the Lord will requite me good for his cursing this day. And as David said, David and his men went by the way Shimei went along on the hillside over against him and cursed as he went and threw stones at David and cast dust. And the king and all the people that were with him came weary and refreshed themselves there. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you this morning for all that you've done. Lord, we thank you for each one's here. Lord, I, I don't know what they're facing. I don't know what they're going through. I don't know what they're dealing with. But Lord, you do. And Lord, I pray right this moment, Lord, you touch hearts. Lift them up and encourage them. Help us and strengthen us. And give us the, the, the willingness to step up and be what we are called to be in this world. With all empty me of sin, fill me with thy spirit. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You know the Bible says, yea, that all will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. You know where persecution comes from, right? Persecution comes most of the time from people. Amen. I thought that uh, you say we wrestle against, uh, we don't wrestle against flesh and, and, and blood. We don't, but I found out the devil will use uh, people for his own work. Just like God uses people to do his work, the devil uses people to do his work as well. And I'm here to tell you this morning, if you endeavor to live a life for God, to walk with the Lord uh, and be faithful to God like we preached on, uh, live for Jesus and read your Bible and witness and try to uh, have a clean testimony and try to do what is right, mark it down. There will be some shimmies in your life. They come to hate on you to discourage you, to try to hinder you, to try to stop you from walking with God. The Shimeis will curse you. We find it out in the Bible here. They will curse you over and over. It said it, uh, he cursed David. They will curse you on your job, they will curse you and your family. They will say things like, uh, oh, uh, you're just a goody two-shoe. Oh, are you just, you're just much better than we are. You've got religion. You've got this, you've got that. He, he's cursing David. I, I don't know if you've had that kind of treatment before in your life. But if you have it, it's coming. It's coming. There will be some shimmies that, that will curse you. First Peter tells us over and over that you will uh, be reproached for the cause of the name of Christ Jesus. And if ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye for the spirit of glory and God resetteth upon you and on their part it'll be evil and on your part it'll be glorified 
You can mark it down. There will be people that will curse you because of who you are and who you stand for this morning. It was also said by Jesus, our Lord and Savior, blessed ye that when men shall revile you and persecute you, they shall say in all manners of evil against you falsely for my sake. If they curse the Lord, the perfect man, they're going to curse you and I, the imperfect man, this morning. And I'm not, listen, I'm not talking about somebody coming up and saying something offhand to you to get you all riled up, getting you all messed up. I'm talking about somebody that actually is coming at you and cursing you and has something against you, trying to do something to you. I'm talking about the Shimeites that are coming in your life. They're trying to hinder you and trying to harm you from living for God. Uh, Shimeites, uh, Shimeites will cast stones at you, let's see it. In verse 6, he, he said he cast stones at King David and all the servants of David. And in verse 13, as he went along the hillside, he threw stones at him. I, I don't know about you, but this... Sounds like it kind of hurts. He said, it hurts. I, I would think every once in a while when those thrown, stones were thrown, I, I figure every once in a while one of them might have hit its mark. He had gotten through. I, I get this picture of David and all his mighty men and all his people are walking and this guy is throwing stones and somebody may have seen that stone coming and duck, but the person behind them didn't, wasn't able to duck and got hit by the stone. I'm quite sure that some of those stones made it to the mark. Amen. I, I'm quite sure maybe some of them even hit King David. Can I tell you the shimmy eyes in there, they'll rear back with their lies, and they're going to throw them right at you this morning. Their, their accusations are going to come at you this morning. And, and you know they're not true this morning. But it's just for the simple fact in trying to harm you and I this morning. Trying to harm your character. Trying to throw rocks at you. And if, if half the stuff I heard what people said about me was true, I'll resign and quit preaching and go home. If half of what people have said about me. People will throw rocks trying to uh, uh, keep you from living for God. Mark it down, it's coming. If you never, it's going to come in your life. You say, well, I was never warned of this. I'm telling you right now. The shimmy eyes are coming in your life. They're out there. They want nothing to do but to assassinate your character and simply trying to, while you're just simply trying to live for God, they're simply trying to tear you down. They'll, they'll call you out. Look at verse number 7. And thus said Simei, when he cursed David, come out, come out. He, he's wanting to fight David. There will people be people in your life that want to physically harm you. 
There are those that will try to get a rise out of you, uh, say something to you, uh, uh, try to get you messed up, so that what they're saying and what they're doing, they want you to actually physically attack them, that they can say, hey, I told you you was not a Christian. I told you you wasn't right. There's nothing to your God because you're wanting to fight me. There are going to be shimmyes in your life my life, and they're out there today. You may have one in your life right now that's just coming after you, coming after you, digging and digging and digging and trying to get something in your life. They're all messed up. And they can come from friends. They can come from jobs. And they can come from family. Amen. They're out there this morning. So how, how do you deal with a Shimeite in your life? What do you do with a Shimeite in your life? Well, first of all, we see the reason for the hate. Do you notice the reason for the hate towards David by Shimei in verse number 5? And, and when King David came to Byram, behold, thence came out the man of the family of the house of Saul. Can I say one reason for the hate was the lies that he had heard. You know who this guy was. You know why this guy hated David so much. He had heard a bunch of lies. He had hated on David. Because he's in a family of Saul. I see this in my mind. Uh, here this man is sitting with Saul at the table. And Saul starts to run David down. Saying hey uh, that old David wants to kill me. That old David wants to uh, get me out. Uh, that old David wants the throne. All uh, Shimei is hearing is Saul saying David's doing this. David's doing that. David's that kind of man. David is this kind of man. He wants to harm me. And that's not true. David could have killed him two or three times. But that's all Shimei is hearing is the lies. They're hearing nothing but lies. Can, can I tell you, I want you to get this. There are some people who never cares about the other side of the story. They only get one side of the story and that's what they want to run with and that's what, they're never interested in trying to get the other side of the story this morning. Amen. They're just happy to listen to the lie. To believe the lie. They'll never ask you, they'll never question the one that was telling the lie No, how amount of how, no matter how crazy it may sound, they just want to believe it. They'll never come to you and ask because of lies they've heard about you. They hate you. Some people are willing to, to, to hate on you simply because of the lies they heard about you. I've seen that in churches. I've seen that in the ministry. And I've seen it on the workplace. Somebody will tell a lie. Somebody else, uh, I, I've seen that. 
people will build up an entire perception of that person based off of a lie this morning. We see the reason why the hate is because of the lies. The lesson that needs to be learned. Who needs to learn the lesson here? Who, who needs to learn the lesson? David does. Wait a minute, David's the one being cursed out. David's the one being thrown, thrown, thrown out. Why, why does David need to learn a lesson? Well, look at verse number 10. And the king said, what have I to do with you sons of Zerah? So let him curse, because the Lord hath said unto him, curse David. Last part of verse number 11. Let him alone, let him curse, for the Lord hath bidden him. You knew one reason why this guy hates this guy throwing at David. God is going to teach David a lesson. God is getting to see just what David is made out of this morning. Do you realize, get this, don't miss this. Do you realize God is going to allow Shimei to come into your life to see just exactly what you're made up? He's going to let him come into your life. He's going to let him throw the stones. He's going to let him tell the lies. He's going to let him curse you. God just wants to see what are you made of. Are you just going to throw the towel in and walk away? Are you just going to keep on being faithful? Are you going to keep on being consistent? I'm not caring what they say. I'm walking with God I'm living for God I love my Lord I love the church I don't care what they say I'm just going to be consistent or you're just going to throw the towel in and walk away see David's got to learn a lesson David said hey God said David I need to see what you're made of And, and can I tell you God is wanting to see what you and I are made of God wants to see what you're made of You say, I don't like that. Well, I don't either. But I found that the Lord learns obedience. We need to have obedience. Jesus learned obedience by the things that He suffered. And a lot of things that He suffered is what I'm talking about this morning. And if He did, you and I as well can suffer. Not only the reason for the hate and the lessons that he learned in the hate, but there's a restraint for the hate. <laughs> I love Abishai. I'm telling you what, y'all, y'all really need to just go in and read all about Abishai. That man was on fire. <laughs> Abishai looks at David and said, Hey, let me just go over and take that boy's head off of him. He's spitting out stuff he shouldn't be saying. Just let me go out there and take his head off. And he's the one that would have done it too. Abishai was the one who would have done that. He, he wouldn't even think twice about taking that boy's head off. You go and read about him. David restrains not only Abishai, but David also restrains himself. David is a man of war. David had no problem whatsoever going over and taking his head off. David said, I've got to restrain Abishai. I've got to restrain myself. 
Bible said Moses was the meekest of all, above all men which were upon the face of the earth. But Moses killed someone. He's not weak. He, he busted a golden calf when he came down. He busted up and ground it up and, and, and uh, powder and made them drink it. Moses not weak. But Moses is a meek, meek man. Moses had a lot of strength and restrained it. David is exercising strength under control. There is a difference. Meekness is not weakness. David is exercising. And get this, let me, let me just say this. We, every one of us need to get a hold of this. We had exercise our control over our strength and just say sometimes you don't need to say a thing. Just let it go. But we need to understand that we need to restrain the control to fight back instead of lashing out. Because most of the times we would like to lash out when somebody says something to us. Amen. It's not that you could fight back with scriptures. You fight fire with fire. But if you value your relationship with the Lord, listen to me, if you value your relationship with the Lord, then you value being right more than you value being right. I, I don't care what they say. I'm walking with Jesus. I, I value my relationship with the Lord more than what you're saying, nor what you're trying to do. I, I value that more. See, most people just want to be right. David's not about being right on this way. David's about being right this way. Amen. For him to stay right this way, then he has to stay right this way. David restrains himself. Abishai said, let me take his head off. Verse 10, David said, what have I to do with these sons of Zebulun? So let him curse. Let him, let him do what he's doing. Let him on. Let him, let him just do what he's doing. Why is David restraining? David is restraining because he is walking with the Lord. How do you know he's walking with the Lord here? Well, you go back to chapter 15, verse number 32. And David said, and the Bible said he worshipped. He worshipped. When, then when we get to chapter 16, David is receiving the blessings of God. A, a man is worshiping and receiving the blessings of God is a man that is walking with God. Yeah, but what about David's past? I know that David had a bad past. He got it under the blood. He got it right with God. He's walking with God at this point in his life. He is a blessing of God. He's receiving the blessings of God at this point in his life. David said, I value my walk with God right now more than proving to the point to Shimei. I'm too busy enjoying the blessings of God. I'm too busy enjoying the receivings of blessings of God. I'm not going to worry about the Shimeis in my life. Just let him curse. 
Some of y'all need to get your eyes off the shimmy eyes this morning and get them on God. Just say, let them curse. Just let them say what they want to say. Let them throw the stones. Let them holler. Let them post whatever they want to post. The rumor mill is going to be running. The lies are going to be spewing. But I'm enjoying my walk with God. I enjoy coming to church. I enjoy fellowshipping with God's people. I enjoy receiving the blessings of God. I enjoy being a blessing to others because God has blessed me. Amen. Let me, let me say this. Listen to me. Get this in your heart. You, can't, you can get to the place in your Christian life where you get more fixated on the shimmy eyes than how God is blessing you. I thought y'all would have jumped up and shot right about that damn but I guess that wasn't too good of a point to point out though. You can get fixated on the shimmy eyes in your life. Those that's throwing the stones at you, those that are cursing you, those that are lying. You can get so fixated on those people, whether it be friends, whether it be work, or whether it be family. You can get so fixated on them that you don't see the blessings of God in your life. Look around. You got clothes on your body. You got shoes on your feet. You got food in your belly. You got a house on. Look at the blessing God has given you. Don't get fixated on one person. Amen. We get so fixated. Listen, in chapter 16, verse 1 and 2, David just got a truckload of supplies. He got transportation, he got bread, he got wine, he got grapes, he got raisins, he got sun fruit. David is loaded down with blessings of God. So when Shimei goes to curse and David said, hey, I ain't got time for you. I ain't got time to listen to you. Look what God has given me. Look what God has brought me. He gave me my transportation. He's giving me food. He's giving me wine. He's giving me bread. I ain't got time to listen to what you got to say. He says, I know God is blessing me. I don't care what this guy is saying. I, I don't care what they are saying. I don't know what God did for me. Hey, just look around. Look at your life. God has blessed you. God has blessed you. You got a Bible in your lap. You got a church you can come to. You got people that love you and care for you. Get your eyes off the shimmy eyes and start looking at the blessings that God has given you. I'm telling you from experience, it is easy to get focused on one shimmy to the exclusion of all the blessing that God has given you this morning. I know this is easy preaching, but it is hard living. And it's something just before shimmy shows up, Zeba shows up. Zeba comes just to be a friend I, I find this out too you can get so fixated 
on that one that ain't for you. The one that's throwing the stones at you. The one that's cursing you. The one that's lying. You can get so fixated on that one that you exclude the one that's there to help you. The one that's there to be a blessing. God sent somebody to be a blessing to David. And, and, and we get so fixated on the one that's causing the problems, we don't see what God has done and sent somebody into our lives to be a blessing to help us. I don't know about you, but I need people in my life that's willing to come around and say, hey, I, I'm here for you. I, I, I love you. I care for you. I pray for you. I, I need somebody sometimes just pull up beside of me and say, hey, brother, I, I see something going on in your life. I don't know what it is, but I'm here for you. I'm going to be one to just give you some words and encouragement. I love you. I care for you. And I'm going to pray for you. Every one of us needs somebody like that in our lives this morning. Don't get fixated on the one that's distracting you from what God has given you. It's easy. I'm not speaking from experience too. It's real easy. David says, I ain't got time to listen to you, buddy, because God has blessed me with all this. God has given me this. It's the Haman syndrome. You all know Haman. Amen. Haman is the man. He's right up under the king. He's right hand with the king. He's real buddy-buddy with the king. He's got a big house, got a family, got a wife, got all this stuff going on. Haman had everything going for him. He came out the gate. There was this insignificant Jew named Mordecai. And Haman got all upset because he didn't snap. Got all upset about that. Because he wouldn't render to him what he thought that he should have. So he fixated on that. He got so fixated on that one little Jew, insignificant Jew, that meant nothing. He got so fixated on him that he wound up losing everything. And he was even hung on his own gallows. Get, you go ahead and get fixated on the wrong things this morning. God will show you. God will show you this morning. Because you, you can get so fixated on the wrong things in life and miss out on the things that God is putting into your life. Amen. We see the reason for the hate. We see, we see that the lessons that was learned and the restraint for the hate. He's restraining the hate not just because he's walking with God. Listen to me. But he's restraining the hate because <laughs> he's restraining the hate because he's worse than what Shimei knows. David said, let that boy curse. That boy don't know me. David knows him. David said, I know I slept with another man's wife. I, I know that I had him killed, murdered in cold blood. I know, I know what I've done. And he, he has no clue about what, 
All he has heard is the lies from the family of Saul. That's all he heard. He really doesn't know how bad a person I am. You know, if you let your haters know exactly how bad you are, you know how much stuff they could throw at you? I'm just telling you, let them go ahead and say what they say because they really don't know who you are and what you are and what you've been. If they knew everything I have said, everything I have thought, every deed I have done, I'd have to, they don't know a third about me. They don't know half the stuff they claim to know about me. If you only knew about me, whoo, I'd give you all the ammunition in the world to throw about. So let the haters hate. Let them curse. Because they really just don't know how bad you are. They don't know how worse off you are. Amen. That's why David was restraining himself. He said, hey, if Shimei knew exactly how bad I was, how wicked I was, how ungodly I was, he would really have some stuff to throw at me. And that would upset me more. Y'all don't know how bad I am. My wife knows how bad I am to a certain point. God knows how bad I am. He knows every thought I've thought. He knows it in my heart. But yet he still loves me. He still cares for me. I'm still walking with him. I'm still a child of God. I'm washed by the blood. He knows how bad I am. But yet he says, I belong to him. Good Lord. And you want to get mad at a Shimei because they just want to throw some rocks? God knows who you are. God knows what you are. Oh, God, thank you. You You know what the blessing is? You say, how in the world can that be a blessing in that? We serve a God that knows a whole lot more about us than any of the haters know about us this morning. We see the restraint. We also see the rewards for the hate. There are rewards for the hate. What do you mean? There are rewards for the hate. Look what David said, leave him alone, let him curse. Why? Verse number 12. It may be that the Lord will look on my infliction and that the Lord may require that that's going to give back something better than what they're giving to me. The Lord may require me good for his cursing this day. David said, just let him curse. Why? God is going to reward me. And you see, you don't get any, listen to me, you don't get any rewards when people go to cursing you, when people start throwing rocks at you, and you're wanting to cut their heads off. You take matters into your own hand. 
in your own tongue and you start throwing rocks at them, you're not going to get reward from God when you give back to them what they're giving to you. What do you get the reward for? When, when you're being done wrongfully, when you're being cursed at, when your stones are thrown in, your lies are coming at you. You don't give it back to them. You don't give it back to them. You just walk away like David did. Let him curse. Let him curse. David is not saying a word to him. The Lord blesses you for what is the reward for the hate? The reward for hate is conformity. Please get this. Because David did not render evil for evil, because David did not start getting on the shimmy eye, because David didn't start throwing rocks, because David kept his mouth quiet, David is a prophetical picture of Jesus Christ. David's there and there are cursing him and, and, and cursing and you know that David looks, looks at him and says nothing. The Bible says about Jesus, he was led as a sheep to slaughter. And like a lamb, dumb before his shears, so opened not his mouth. The virtue of the fact that David did not open his mouth it makes him look like Jesus. It makes him look like Jesus. You say, what, what does it make him this for me? It makes you look more like Jesus. You say, what kind of reward is that? I say, what, <laughs> what kind of reward do you look better than being like Jesus? What a great reward to somebody say, hey, you look like Jesus. You act like Jesus. You walk like Jesus. You talk like Jesus. You don't do all the evil things in the world. What a great reward is that? You say, what kind of things doing? Learning a lesson. Being more like Jesus. I'm learning, but I ain't there yet. I ain't there yet. But I'm learning. The most aggravating things is that you just know what they're saying about you is a lie. It's not true. But that's the time when you don't defend yourself. You look more like Jesus. I read a story of a man, he was a chiseler, and he liked to carve things out of stones. He had a great big stone, he got to carving on it weeks after weeks after weeks, and got to carving on that stone, and next thing you know, there was this elephant, the trunk, everything. Everybody was looking at me. How, how, how did you do that? How did you, how did you carve that out of that rock? It was nothing but a rock. There was a beautiful elephant, and they said, how, how did you, how, what accomplished that? What, what made you to, how do you see that in that rock? What did you see that? He said, well, what I did, I just took my chisel and knocked everything off that didn't look like the elephant. 
Can I tell you that's exactly what God is doing to you and I? He's taking the Word of God, His Word, and He's chiseling everything off you that does not look like His Son. It may be something over here, a word that you said over here, that ain't, that's not my Son. i got to get it off you. And any deed that you've done, any action, anything you're thinking about, He said, I've got to get that off you because you want to look like my Son. I've got to get some things out of your life this morning. Amen. Amen. That, that's my desire to look more like Jesus day after day after day every day. I want to get up in the morning and say, Lord, thank you for letting me look like your son. It is the reward of contribution from Shimei. Look at chapter 19. Just turn over to chapter 19 if you will. Can I say this? If you keep being consistent doing what you is right before the Lord, one of the rewards are not always, but the haters will realize that they are wrong. But some of them may never ever swallow their pride to come and admit it to you. Amen. Verse 15, so the king returned and came to Jordan and Judah and came to Gilgad to go to meet the king to conduct the kings over Jordan. Verse 16, and Shimei, the son of Agera, the Benjamite, which was Beru, hastened and came down with the men of Judah to meet King David. Verse 19, and said unto the king, let not my lord impute iniquity unto me. Neither do thou remember that which thy servant did perversely the day that my lord and the king went out of Jerusalem. For the king should take it to his heart. For thy servant doeth know that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I am come this day, first this day to all the house of Joseph to the, go down to meet my lord the king. Abishai hadn't forgotten it. He still wanted to take that boy's head off. Abishai, the son of Zeru, answered and said, Shall not Shimei be put to death? I remember what he did, and I didn't like it then, and I ain't liking it now. Because he cursed the Lord's anointed. David said, What have I to do with these sons of Zeru? What should this day be adversaries unto me? Shall there be any man put to death this day in Israel? For to do so, I know that I am this day king over Israel. Therefore the king said unto Shimei, Thou shalt not die. And the king swore unto him. See, sometimes even the haters realize they were wrong. They were wrong. And second, first Kings chapter 2. You don't have to turn there. First Kings chapter 2, if you read that. Shimei doesn't get off easy. That's retribution for your cursing. Can I say this? I'd be very, very careful what I'd say about God's people. Because God will come to you. God will give retribution for you. 
And I, I think I'd rather have somebody here throw a stone at me than God throwing one at me. But Shimei does not get off easy. Shimei doesn't get off easy. Go to 1 Kings chapter 2. It tells you that. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I don't harbor hate towards anyone. Now, there, there, there are some people I don't fellowship with. There, there are some people I just don't go around I've got minister friends that I just don't hang out with but I harbor no hate towards anyone in my life in my, I don't. and we shouldn't harbor hate we, we should let things go you start harboring things against somebody in your life it starts growing like a cancer. It will eat you up. And most of the time, the person that you harbor something against don't even know it. Don't even know it. I, 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 I hate no one, but I, there are some people I just don't want to fellowship with. There are some people I just don't want to hang out with. There, there's a lot of people I disagree with, but we still hang out. In chapter 2 of 1 Kings, David is dying. And he tells his son Solomon, Don't trust Shimei. He did me wrong. You need, Solomon, you need to deal with him. In verse 36 of that it says, And the king sent and called Shimei and said unto him, Build thee a house in Jerusalem and, and dwell there. And go not forth, thence, and thither. When you build a house, that's where you stay at. For it shall be that on the day that thou goest out and passest over the Kidret, brook of Kidret, thou shalt certainly die. Thy blood shall be on thy hands. And Shimei said unto him, That is well unto me, king. I'm still here. That's well unto me. See, Shimei had a problem with David, and Shimei had a problem with Solomon. And if you keep reading, if you read the whole chapter, second, two, uh, second chapter of Kings, First Kings, we find that Shimei does cross over the brook of Kidron, and he dies. The retribution for haters, let me say this. It, it, Shimei, you reap what you sow. You reap more than you sow. And you reap later what you sow. Shimei reaped what he sowed. He reaped hatred. He got more than what he sowed. And later what he, he got the report, uh, retribution because of what he sowed. There are going to be characters of people like Shimei. And most of the time, they will never, ever change. They'll never change. You can see it in their lives. You can watch a pattern of their life. They're the same today. They're the same tomorrow. They never change. But there are some that will change. 
there will some be some that swallows their pride and come to you and say, I am wrong. I, I find that people that say they're uh, like Shimei, that curse people and throw stones, unless they get born again, washed by the blood, they will never, ever change. They'll never change. Can I say this? We're done. I'm done. There very well may be some Shimei's sitting here this morning. He said, well, no, I'm not. I don't know. God knows. There, there may be some here this morning that's got a shimmy eye in their life that they're thinking about retaliating against. You know, blood for blood, fire for fire. You don't want to retaliate. I'm going to get back. You said this, I'll say that. Can I say this? No. God will reward them what they did, and God will reward you. It's time. We, there are haters out there. There are haters out there. 